I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, the podcast about vegan snacking. I'm Becky Streepy. I'm David Streepy, the vegan snacks that touched our lives. Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, the podcast about vegan snacking and the snacks that... God damn it. Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, the podcast about the vegan snacks that touch our lives. I'm David Streepy. I'm Becky Streepy. This week on the show, we're talking about Publix's vegan coconut crispy cookies and the vegan bond meat at Bonafide Deluxe. We'll also try Warhead's sour black cherry soda. Almost undoubtedly a terrible idea. Becky, how are you? Uh, I, I'm good. I uh, have a class that I'm taking tonight. It's a dip session. Oh, here's a coin. <laughs> Well, I was going to make a deal up at the top of this podcast, but then decided not to, where if you didn't talk about skating, I wasn't going to talk about how depressed I was for a whole episode (laughs) and see if we could both make it. And then I held back because I didn't want to put guardrails on me being able to talk about my depression. And then you came right out of the gate. First thing after massively blowing the intro uh, with a skating story. It's true. Yeah. So me and my friend Kim are signed up. We're gonna we're gonna learn how to do dips, and it's gonna be really fun. We're taking a class from Skate Goddess. She's incredible. Okay. And um, she got a yoga instructor who's gonna come help us like stretch it out before we start dipping. And okay. I'm really excited. Also for this class, you have to have jam plugs, which is what you put in to replace your toe stops. So I no longer have toe stops, y'all. This is me going out to skate. So jam plugs are just little things. They basically are there just to protect the little um, thing that the toe stops go into. Okay. They're just like a little plug, very short. Why can't you have toe stops? So toe stops are great for stopping, Mm -hmm. but they get in the way when you're trying to do a lot of dance moves and Mm. dips are one of those moves. Okay. So you're going to hurt yourself? No, because we're not going to be like skating around. We're going to be just in one little area. So I... I, I can stop without toe stop uh ish. So I'm gonna be okay. It's like if I if we were skating around an outside track or, or like then I would need to, uh toe stops. But okay. I'll be okay without them. I've been mm-hmm. practicing stopping without them and trying to train my brain to not bop my toe down when I wanna stop. And um it's medium working, so I'll be hmm. anyway, since I already spent my coin, I will also add <laughs> that yesterday I went to my friend Becca's dinosaur roller skating birthday party. She is in my little skate gang, uh, and we have the exact same birthday. And she had a dinosaur skating party yesterday uh, at one of our favorite skate spots. And we skated around, and it was really fun. 
It's the first time hearing that that was a birthday party. All you said was I'm going skating at two. No, it was a birthday skate. You didn't say there was a party that I wasn't invited to. It was a birthday skate. Which is a different skate. way to frame it. It was a birthday skate. It's clear now that that's what it was because that's, you just said that, but you hid that fact from me. Oh, I didn't, went. I didn't mean to hide that fact from you. I don't know. seems like a pretty deliberate choice. I wouldn't have come to the party anyway. I wouldn't have wanted to cramp your style. Oh, you could have come. Well, her husband oh, came. Oh, I could have. Yeah. <laughs> could have come to the birthday party that I didn't know about? Well, you couldn't come to the party because you had other plans. I would have made different plans, though. Oh. Just, I'm on the AMC A-list. I can cancel movie tickets all the time if I want. Oh, I didn't know. There's no... Because we're not talking about it. That's why. Yeah, yeah. You can talk to... You can tell me... Normally, when you're saying I'm skating, that's code for I'm going somewhere away from you for a while. <laughs> oh, no. And it's okay. We don't, we've been married a long ass time. We don't have to be butt to butt for everything. But if there's a party, there's like a party. Maybe it would inspire me to get skates. It might have. Maybe that's why you didn't invite me. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I'm like, oh, I should get skates, you change the subject. <laughs> you never say you want I skates. I have said it several times. Get some skates. No, Let's skate. No, Now that I've put you on the spot, you have to go on record as being like supportive of it. But I know it's not what you want. I am supportive of it. Okay. I won't get it. Wink, wink. You will love skating. No, I understand. Yeah, I would love to get skates, but there, I, I won't. Hey, Dave. Right. Thank you for supporting the idea of me joining you with skating. But for other reasons, I'm not going to get skates. And <laughs> you'll have to keep that precious time to yourself. Oh. Yeah. Hey, Dave. How the yeah. hell are you? It's cold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a little, it got hot and then it got cold again. It's very cold. I haven't been able to go out and get any exercise. And I, I don't like to exercise indoors. So I'm, I'm antsy. I'm antsy. I want to. I want to move. It's not that cold today, is it? It's colder today than it was yesterday, and oh. the feels like is even colder. Yeah, it is going to be a cold. I woke up. I was going to go out for a run. It was 33. Felt like 24. Ugh, now yeah. it's 37. Feels like 31. Which you could get out there and warm up once you got out there. But now I've already had a big breakfast in my belly. I'm not getting exercise today. I'm just going to be useless. I'm just going to sit around and be useless. Um. What else is going on? I don't know. You went to a movie yesterday. I went I went to a movie. Are you trying to force a segment? I'm trying to help you. I'm I'm doing fine. Oh, okay. I mean I'm not, but I'm <laughs> I'm clear on how to do the podcast. See, there's my coin. Okay. Um hold on, hold on. lights, camera, action. It's talking to you. wouldn't give to be that guy again you know um so yeah i took the the child to see shazam fury of the gods in theaters now was the uh much anticipated sequel to shazam came out in theaters and we went and saw it and we had fun yeah yeah did you get coke freestyle helen mirren Mm. lucy Liu. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. See, I actually think you would really like this movie. Oh, I I didn't not go because I didn't think I'd like it. I didn't go because I don't like going to the movies that much. Yeah. 
We all know. Oh. We all know that you don't like going to the movies. <laughs> Well-documented fact. Uh, sometimes I, I'll go. Yeah, and we'll hear about how you're having fun even though you don't like going to the movies. Yeah. Going to the movies, I will say, is a lot more fun than it was when we were kids. And like the theaters aren't as freezing cold and the seats are a lot more comfortable, but they still won't pause it if I have to pee. Right. That's well, you rude. just go pee. Yeah, and miss stuff. I don't know. It doesn't matter. The movies are so long, they're baking in, like, they'll tell you something two or three times. So they're can... assuming that you're going to go pee and miss one of them. Oh. Rule of threes. That's the rule of threes, is say everything three times because <laughs> somebody's going to go to the bathroom during one of the three. That is what I learned in college yeah. in my um, video production class. So the theater that we go to has all reclining seats, all heated seats, very fancy, we this is the first time that we went to a movie when the, like the weekend that it comes out and when that happens you get to be in the fancy theater which is the Dolby theater Ooh. i counted 44 speakers in the ceilings it was a long movie so there was a down point where i was like i think i'll count the speakers on the ceilings <laughs> like i get it uh 44 speakers on the ceiling best sound i've ever heard in a movie theater and the visual technology is upgraded or whatever the seats are a little bit plusher they don't heat but you can change the headrest and the leg rest to be like a custom setting nice real fancy very fancy there's a like blue lighting to all of it that feels very futuristic um but the movie itself i really enjoyed it i thought it was a good movie i thought that there is a twitter thread that i saw after the movie that i retweeted and said all of this uh, because it said everything that I thought was good about the the movie and noteworthy about Shazam as it relates to other superhero movies and um, themes, you know, like family, obviously, and economic anxiety and things like that. And like the motivations for these kids to be heroic, I thought was very, very cool. And uh, and. Very, very cool. What? It sounds like a fun movie. Okay, thanks. Thanks for your thoughts. Should I read the thread or does it have spoilers? Are you going to see this movie? Yeah, I'll see it when it's streaming. Are you? Sure. Okay. Maybe. Does the thread have spoilers? I don't know. I'll read the thread. Probably not. Okay. I think it tells you if it has spoilers. Is that enough? Yes. Okay. Anything else you want to talk about while we're in toe views? I mean, I'm still talking about how I'm doing, but... Lights! Camera! Action! It's talking toe views! Um, so I'm doing okay. I didn't... You kind of forced me into talking toe views, which usually is kind of a nudge to get on the track and stay on the track. Uh, but just getting back to how I'm doing, mm-hmm. if I if I may. You may. All right. Permission um, granted. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I just flossed before coming in here and did mouthwash. My Your mouth ma- is never cleaner than it is <laughs> at this moment. And that's because uh, I, I had a real garbage mouth this morning after breakfast. Oh. I had a real garbage mouth. What did you have for breakfast? Well, I'll tell you. I had just egg bites. I had Beyond Sausage Spicy. I had a hash brown. And then I had, I made some grits, but I made them wrong. So I did not eat those. 
but then I also had half a ciabatta. Um, and I ate it all, and, and then my mouth just felt real dirty after it. Yeah, there's going to be a little bit of a wrinkled <laughs> paper in the in the audio capture. I just want to let the listeners know that that's paper that I'm fidgeting with as I talk. And um, For somebody who left the full cookie-chewing segment in last week's episode, for you to be ver- like dinging me with your eyes every time I touch the paper is a little bit villainous. But... Uh, so anyway, my mouth felt pretty messy. And so I wanted to get real clean before we recorded, record with a clean mouth. That's what they say. Well, that's what I said that I wanted to do. So I, I did the work to do that. Mm-hmm. And now my mouth has never been cleaner. But with mouthwash, you got to not eat for like 30 minutes. Oh. So I hope that this isn't a quick episode. I mean, every other part of me hopes that it is <laughs> but this part hopes that it's not because we're about to drink a sour black cherry soda later mm-hmm. and i don't want toothpaste mouth while i'm doing that oh yeah that I would need, be a clash yeah i need enough time to pass before we're doing that so my mouth's never been cleaner um <laughs> i i finished my book series recently which is the Broken Earth Trilogy, which is a fantastic trilogy. Let me make sure I got that name right. Fantastic trilogy. It's weird when the name of a trilogy isn't the same as any of the books that you're, like the names of any of the books. Like you've got to remember an additional name for the trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I just want to be, yeah. It's uh, the Broken Earth series by N.K. Jemison. Fantastic series. I think you would really like it. In particular, you, Becky, not you, the Toehead. I don't know you. Um, But then what, so I finished that. And while I was, I had gotten off of the path of the Expanse books. And I'm a big fan of the Expanse. I love the show. Really love the books. I think the books really knock it out of the park. But I had been caught up with other books when the last Expanse book came out, book nine. And so I was excited after I finished Broken Earth. I was like, going to get back into the expanse i'm going to tie it up with a bow and be all great it had been a minute since i started since i left off uh so i'm reading book nine and i'm kind of putting pieces together in my head i get about a chapter in and some stuff's really sticking out like oh my gosh there was a whole book eight that I had not read. And the first chapter of book nine had given me so much info about what happened at the end of book eight that I had spoiled myself really badly. Oh no. Like characters dead. And so I had, I quit. I'm glad I realized that a chapter one and not chapter 10. So I went back and now I'm on book eight of the expanse, but I got that little lingering, like, uh, you know where this is headed in my head, which is never fun to, to read a book that way. That's a real bummer. Yeah, it's a real, it's a stone cold bummer. But you know what? That's not the Expanse's fault. No, it's not. It's David Streeby's fault. That one is. My Kindle was telling me too. It's like you've read one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and nine is new. And it's like you can connect those dots, right? I don't know, but I, at least for me, when I'm getting in bed, I I read in bed every night. And right. when I'm getting right. in bed, that's my like going to sleep. Part of my going to sleep routine that Dave thinks takes too long is that I read for a while. Excuse me. That is not the part that I think takes too long. <laughs> oh, is it the games on my phone? It's the games and podcasts that I can hear from my office. 
anyway, I anyway. like to read in bed. Yeah. And when I so, but I'm tired when I'm getting in bed. And so if Kindle was doing, I wouldn't put it together. I'd be tired. I'd be like, oh, book nine, go. I don't. I don't think I would take the time to process that. I'd be too sleepy. I think the circumstances of your reading are, give you an excuse there. For me, I make time in my awake life to like set aside for reading. <laughs> so it's like full of alertness and full focus. Mm-hmm. And really, it's just me being a doddering old man in my brain, like holding loose wires together and being like, <laughs> these go together, right? Like this led into this and not realizing you're missing a whole length of wire. Yeah. While you're at supposedly your your most alertness. Yeah. Like that you could be that foggy and at the same time be the best that you will be that entire day. It's alarming. I was really trying to help you out there. I know. I'm sorry. I'm not letting you. No, you're not. No. <laughs> Because it's true. Like, if I'm reading at bedtime, I'm ready to forget everything that I read. Oh. Like, I'm allowing myself, hey, you're doing this for more than this reason. You're doing this to unwind and relax and, like, drift. You know? Yeah. This will be the vessel by which you drift. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Sorry, I nodded. Listener, I nodded. (laughs) And then... (laughs) I think you think you nodded. (laughs) I nodded in my mind. Yeah, you just, you froze. <laughs> I thought I nodded. Sorry. You Sorry. drifted. I <laughs> drifted. But. Is this a dream? I fucking hope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm on book eight. Okay. And it's, and we're, we're tracking now. Like the first chapter into book eight. I still had a few wires that I was like, oh, is this, is this? To the point where I got in front of it and said, go read the end of book seven. <laughs> and just make sure that you've read that before. And I did and I had. Okay. So then I was like, okay, any connections that are missing are just the ravages of time on my brain. Yeah. And uh, like I had read book seven before the pandemic. Oh. So like the world had collapsed between book seven and book eight. And I can forgive myself for not staying right on the cutting edge of everything that happened in the expanse universe between those two books, yes. you know? Anyway. 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 Yeah, I mean, you, you invited this when you started talking about skating. I took that as not, <laughs> in, not permission, but an endorsement. For a com- from a conversation we did not have. <laughs> right, right. Okay. No, yeah. Just. Yeah. I gave myself permission. You did. You gave yourself permission. Hey, Dave. Hey. Let's talk about my birthday dinner. Oh, okay. So I guess long story short, I'm doing okay. (laughs) (laughs) I had some other stuff, but we're good. did you? No, just I've used mouthwash and I got spoiled on my book. So (laughs) that's it. Let's talk about your birthday. Let's talk about my birthday. So Toeheads. I had a birthday. You did. You probably know because I shared a lot of stories about it on the day because mm. I was very, I love um, my birthday. It's fun. You do love your birthday. I love it. It's so fun. Everyone has to be nice to you on your birthday. Sometimes you get really cool gifts that you love on your birthday, like a fun grab bag of gifts from Roll ATL that my sweet husband got me, mm. like a hand drawn. Skating things? Your husband got you skating things. He got me skating things. Despite... I I just think it's a good chance to highlight, despite my complaining, 
You are supportive. About skating. Like, I am an enth- I'm your biggest fan, your biggest cheerleader of you should skate. Yeah. Uh, and Should you talk about skating? Different, different sport. Different category. <laughs> no, it's the... It's the same sports skating. Um, And that evening, we went out to dinner at a new sandwich shop that just opened up around the corner from our house called Bonafide Deluxe. The restaurant is owned by the same people that own Banshee. Mm -hmm. And the story I read is that during the pandemic, uh, when everything was shut down, Banshee started delivering, doing sandwich delivery because sandwiches hold up to delivery well mm-hmm. and it went so well that yes delivery or drive through oh yeah it was a drive through yeah. you're right and then post pandemic they decided to open a whole sandwich shop and they did it in our neighborhood and what a dream to have a walkable restaurant that's so good they have a full bar and they have one vegan item on the menu yep. and so we ordered that they have a couple salads that could be made vegan yep I've heard great things about the Greek salad and that it would still be satisfying if you leave the feta off as a mm-hmm. salad option. I don't know about a meal option, mm-hmm. but like you could maybe split a Greek and the banh mi and have a little bit of a different experience. Yep. Um, anyway, the vegan option on the menu that's vegan as is, is the vegan banh mi. That's right. It's a mushroom and cauliflower banh mi. Yep. And uh, we cauliflower. got- cauliflower. Oh, yeah. You don't love the cauliflower. But you love this. Well, I don't know. Let's talk about this banh mi. Let's. Um, so I thought that it was very saucy and satisfying. I thought that the sauce almost had a teriyaki sauce vibe, mm-hmm. but not quite. Mm-hmm. Um, so much delicious cilantro. Mm-hmm. So many pickled veggies. Yeah. I love this. I ate half of it before going... For my birthday skate and eat the other half when I got home. You went skating on your birthday? I went skating on my birthday. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, as cold leftovers, yeah. it was fine. A little, um, it had gotten a little soggy because it's so saucy, but the bun is pretty thick and it's wrapped in um, like parchment paper. Uh-huh. So it, it wasn't too, too messy to eat leftover. I don't know how it would go the next day, but it sat in the fridge for a few hours and it was fine to mm. eat the rest. In case you need to get it good now and eat later yeah uh and it's it comes in two pieces for you yeah already cut couldn't be half. easier and the way that their restaurant is set up the to-go boxes are like right by the soda fountain where you can fill mm-hmm. up your water too so I, when i got my water i grabbed a to-go box because i knew i was gonna do mm-hmm. i like to do a small dinner before skating and a small dinner after because if i have a big dinner before skating then i have all this banh mi rumbling in my tumbly while i'm trying to do stuff <laughs> A lot of skating talk. I know. Well, Just a lot. It was my birthday week, so there was a lot know, of fun skating right, to know, do. Yeah. Uh, anyway. It's finding its way into every segment. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. usually do that. Yeah. Don't worry. I'll, I'll stop now with the skating talk. No, no. You, you do you, and I'll just comment on you doing you. Super. Yeah. Sounds good. Let's keep this up. Yeah. So, Dave, what did you think of the vegan banh mi? I thought the bread was fantastic. I mm. thought it was a little bit too saucy. Too saucy for me. Made it a messy sandwich to eat. If you're a sandwich place, your sandwiches should be clean to eat. It feels like. Mm-hmm. It just feels like. Anyway, I thought it was tasty, though. I thought it was really, really, really tasty. Wait, I'm going to push back, actually. Okay, I said, ahead. mm-hmm. Yeah. What's wrong with a messy sand? There are sandwiches that are messy by definition, like a sloppy joe. Yeah. 
Sloppy Joe let you know ahead of time. If you're surprised that a Sloppy Joe is messy, that's all on you. I'm saying... This Sloppy Joe is a mess. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I don't think that a messy sandwich is a ding on okay. the sandwich. I think it's wrapped in parchment paper, which yeah. catches most of the messiness. I think Not for me. Oh. Fell out, and then I didn't get to eat it. And I, yeah. when I buy a sandwich, I want to eat all the things that come in the sandwich. Well, get a fork. All well, the things are down there. So now I have to get a fork. Yeah, that's like a little extra. So now I'm eating a sandwich and a dish. A side dish of all those. It's a salad of the inside of the sandwich. The work that you were doing to <laughs> position this as a feature and not a bug. This is like, now you get to pick up the pieces <laughs> out of the thing that you ordered I and do, eat them. I do think that that's kind of one of the fun parts of a messy sandwich is that you eat the sandwich and then you have a little salad of the sandwich filling to, to eat with a fork. You're saying this with a straight face. I'm saying this, I believe I it are, in my heart. You are convincing yourself right now in order to be right. <laughs> no. I think that you are. I think that you are wrong. You think that picking up sandwich droppings off of a parchment paper with a fork, picking up one piece here and there, not getting really any agency over what those pieces are or what combination they make, but only doing it because you don't want to lose out on the food that fell out of the vessel that you bought for the food to be in. <laughs> that that is a beneficial side feature of ordering the thing in the first place and should maybe even be like included as part of the experience all the time. And with a messy sandwich, I think. Oh my god! <laughs> I I stand. You're full Kool Aid. I stand firm on this. Anyway, tell me more about what you thought. Oh my god! Oh, I did want to oh, say. The <laughs> Continue. Is this about skating? No, the messy sandwich experience. So I I might be making a reel about our sandwich experience, and so I filmed a bunch of clips while we were there. And the kid filmed me taking a, a bite of the sandwich because Instagram loves to see you take a bite of food. Mm. And I did it. And then it's very, like you said, a messy sandwich. So I covered my mouth to hide the fact that there was sauce all over my face. Yeah. And Dave pointed out that I do that in all my videos when I take a bite shot. And I do it because I'm a messy baby. Yeah. And I get food on my face. Yeah. I do it to wipe the food away. Uh -huh. But you pointed out that it makes it look like... I don't like the food. Like you're going, oh. yeah. <laughs> and so it took three takes, y'all, yeah. for me to get a bite shot. With I had to sit on my hand finally hmm. to keep from doing it. Yeah, it's just a reflexive thing I do yeah. every time I take it. Anyway, it's not even for a video. Like that's your reflex when you take a bite is to cover your mouth. Yeah. yeah. It, anyway, it was a gr a growth experience on for your me. birthday. On my birthday, one to grow on. Literally, one to grow on. One to grow on. Dave made my forty fourth year by criticizing you on your birthday <laughs> and making you self conscious. That's right. That's right. That's my gift to you. <laughs> anyway, how'd you like the sandwich? Hey, I just want to say that I love you and I think that you're really <laughs> great. And your videos are great, and the work that you do with glue and glitter is really great. And I'm I'm being <laughs> comically critical of you pretty much this entire episode and i would just want to acknowledge that i'm doing that it's not our normal dynamic to <laughs> for me to just take so many take every opportunity to take a shot to you know you. yeah yeah i know but okay. thank you i know that you want the toeheads to also know dave's not a monster no i want you to know i don't give a shit about the toeheads oh they can think what they think they already think what they think they all hate me <laughs> No, they love you. Well, they think I'm wrong. Well, yeah. Like, okay. Well, they understand that you're wrong. All right.
Uh, no, don't turn this around on me. <laughs> don't do the same thing to me that I'm doing to you. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> you're right. When you're right, you're right. You as a so, white anyway. man have endured Hey! <laughs> I've never been so mad. <laughs> has, there ever, have, has, ever, has there ever been a victim as big as me? <laughs> uh. <laughs> hey, so how was the sandwich, though? For real. So I'm reading book nine, and I'm like, <laughs> chapter and a half in, and they... No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. All right. No, I thought... I thought the bread was good. It was a messy sandwich. Just to recap, because it's been an hour since I started. Good bread, messy sandwich. Good bread, messy sandwich. A lot of cilantro. Maybe too much cilantro. Oh, yeah. I noticed that you pulled out some of the cilantro. There was a lot of it. I loved it. I don't mind cilantro, but it was like a lettuce amount of cilantro. Like the amount of lettuce that would be on a sandwich. It was that amount of cilantro. That's too much cilantro. Cilantro is not meant to be like full mouth of cilantro <laughs> anyway it sounds like i didn't like the banh mi but i really liked it i really liked the taste i really liked the flavor of it i led with what i didn't like about it which is probably toxic behavior but <laughs> i really liked the taste of it i liked it so much that i ate the entire thing did not know that there were coconut coconut cauliflower on it i don't look give me a second to correct myself you were god fangs were out <laughs> The look she made. Um, I knew that there was cauliflower. I did not know that there was cauliflower on it. You mentioning that puts a lot of my experience later that evening and into the next day <laughs> into perspective because I was a bit of a brass band for the rest of the day. I was a real Louis Armstrong down there. But I don't think like I'm at slash getting to slash have been at the age where that's just what happens. Your metabolism changes. The food has a journey that it goes on after you've eaten it. And that's just the ride that you go on. And as you get older, that ride gets a little bit longer and a little bit more severe. And it sometimes surprises you and sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes you anticipate it. Like you're baking that into the decision to get that food. You know, I'm not there yet with this. I would eat this banh mi again. But I would be ready for a similar experience. And I had a little cocktail there. And it was called the Old Captain. It was a rye cocktail. It was very tasty. And I I enjoyed the experience more than I enjoyed the food. But I really enjoyed the food. It was a really nice experience. I did not dress appropriately for the weather. Yeah, you wore a bikini. I wore, <laughs> I wore shorts and a t-shirt. No jacket. Mm-hmm. It was like 50 degrees. Yeah. Um, but when I got dressed, it was like 70 degrees. But then as the sun starts setting. That's just not true either. It It was a 10 minute walk. And then you wanted to go inside. But I was dressed. I was dressed earlier in the day. Oh, but, um, I got you. Yeah. So it it was a 10 minute walk. And on the walk over, I was like, I've made a huge mistake. (laughs) And, um, yeah, we were sitting outside and I made us move inside. But the inside is delightful. Only people inside. Yeah. It's just us. It was just us. Yeah. I made mistakes. They project, um, or when we were there, they were projecting an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation on the wall. Yeah. It was delightful. Yep. What a nice time. Yep. It made my birthday saw, very special. Saw my, saw my guy Riker. Saw your man Riker. Saw my guy Wesley. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I, 
I think Bonafide is Bonafide. That's I, my rating. I agree. Bonafide. Can't wait to go back. Delightful. I might try that salad. Yeah. So what my friend was telling me about the salad is that it's more of like a traditional Greek. It doesn't have lettuce. Mm. It's like. Huh? Yeah. I know. What does it have? It's got all the other stuff. The tomatoes and the pepperoncinis and the olives and stuff. Just in a bowl? Here is a traditional Greek salad. See? Yeah, no lettuce. Look. Huh. Describe what you're seeing for the toeheads who aren't looking at my phone right now. What I'm see- Okay. I thought you were going to do it. Sorry. <laughs> no. You didn't. Oh, goodness. You were, no. You're the one who was invested in this. I'm seeing a plate. And on this plate, I'm seeing a cut up green bell pepper. I'm seeing glops of feta with seasoning on top of them. I'm seeing sliced cucumber. I'm seeing some Kalamata olives. I wish I was seeing more of those. I'm seeing an ad for a free cookbook if you give your email address. Okay, that ad's gone away. I'm seeing tomato. Have I already said that? Mm-mm. I'm seeing onion. Yeah. Purple onion. And Red then- onion? Purple onion. Red onion, purple onion. What do I call it? It's the same. You can call it either but one. But what do you call it? You can call it either one. Both names are okay. Yeah. And that doesn't seem wrong to you. Well, because it's like red on the outside, but when you cut in and pull off the outer peel, it's purple. So you can go either way. I just, it's that whole, the taxidermy thing of like a fish doesn't exist because of a loophole in taxidermy. Are you aware of this? I've seen that headline, but I've never read the article. Like that there's not really, it feels like we come up with ways to describe the world around us and then more and more things are falling into like uh, category (laughs) and we just ignore them and it's like why did we make this framework to begin with i guess if if pressed i would say red onion but but the world needs to agree on it you i think you would probably say red onion but if you said purple onion people would know what you meant and that's a pro i know it relies on us loving each other to connect those (laughs) those two things yeah. Like, can we just say it's a purple onion and be like, hey, red onion, you're wrong. It's a purple onion. Be better. And it's like, nobody's going to be personally insulted by that. They'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, it's purple onion. And then you're then it's formal. It's specific. Yeah. Anyway, I liked Bonafide. I'd get that Greek salad again. I get. I guess it's traditional to get it without lettuce. I guess that's okay. <laughs> I'm glad you approve. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. I had such a great birthday, y'all. <sighs> this is Talking Toe News. Hey, all right. It's Talking Toe News. This is a segment of the podcast where I pluck a headline from the tree of vegan news and present it for discussion. This week's headline is from Veg News. It's a homecoming episode. It's our pal Anna. Anna, Anna Star Stanetskia. Give Anna Stanetskia. Give her that Anna click. The click. Give her the click. Gotta give Anna the click. This one is from March 17th, 2023. Verified Freshie. Vegan Whopper Doritos? Burger King takes two more bold steps into plant-based food. Burger King continues its exploration of plant-based food with Whopper-flavored Domino's and its first meatless outpost in Denmark. 476 likes. Two days in. Give her that click. 
Yeah. You monsters. Don't rely on talking tofu to give you all of your Anna Starstanetskia content. No. Go straight to Anna. Mm-hmm. If anything, ignore us. Her first, us second. That's correct. Burger King is no stranger to plant-based fast food, and the international chain is taking two more steps towards making animal-free food the norm. This month, Burger King announced its partnership with Doritos to create new flame-grilled Whopper-flavored chips. We've been secretly working on Whopper Doritos for the past year, and we're incredibly proud to unveil this epic collaboration in snack form, Katie Evans, marketing director at Burger King UK, said in a statement. That's right, UK. Of course. UK sucks to be you, Americans. For many, many reasons. We have loved developing the iconic Whopper flavor, bringing flame-grilled beef, fresh tomatoes, onions, and pickles that our customers know and love, and delivering it on a Doritos tortilla chip. Just Let's take a step back. The phrase, we've been secretly working on Whopper Doritos for the past year, and we're incredibly proud to unveil this epic collaboration, dash, in snack form. What other form would it be? It's true. Well... Entree Whopper Doritos? We're excited for fans to try it so they can now enjoy a Whopper wherever and whenever they want. (laughs) Advertised as a vegetarian-friendly snack, the ingredients which... The ingredients of which do not contain animal products. The new flame-grilled Whopper chips just hit stores across the United Kingdom. So it's out there. It's in the world. UK vegans, eat these. Tell us about them. Send them to us. Send them to us. Send them to us. A deal if you're listening? Send it to us. (laughs) Our shoppers are continually looking for bolder flavors and taste experiences. And this is exactly what we are giving to them, Lee Tang, Houston, UK marketing director at Doritos, said in a statement. The new flavor adds excitement and innovation to the category, and we expect it will fly off the shelves. In addition to the Whopper-flavored Doritos, Burger King is also continuing its exploration of meatless pop-up outposts. This week, the fast food chain transformed its Radhusplatzen location in Copenhagen into a plant-based paradise for one month, its first trial of the concept in Denmark. So, pretty nice. That's really cool. Pretty nice. Hey, you know what would be another great location for one of those plant-based outposts is Atlanta, Georgia. Sure, sure. We would visit it a lot. Yeah. Um, There's more. Give any of the click. I think it's exciting. I really feel like Doritos, it's possible to make more vegan flavors without there needing to be a Whopper-flavored Dorito. Like, there's a lot of air between... Here and there. Vegan Cool Ranch, for example. Yeah. You could call it Coolest Ranch. It would be the Coolest Ranch because everybody would be eating it. Because it's cooling the planet because of the... Lack of animal products. fewer emissions Mm -hmm. from Mm -hmm. the milk. Doritos, you can have that one for free. Yeah. Um, Coolest coolest Ranch Doritos. Because they've got Cooler Ranch already. They do? Yeah. It's a zestier version of Cool Ranch. Oh. That's really all I want. Like, just make cool vegan Cool Ranch Doritos. Yeah. That would pull Dave out of his depression. <sighs> <laughs> his face is telling me that it would not. It'd go. It'd be in the right direction. This is Talking Toadoos. We had a mid-roll last week. I was listening to it today, and I didn't get a mid-roll. I got a mid-roll. Oh, 
Yeah. Advertising is fascinating. I don't know how how they decide. Well, they they have impressions goals. Oh. They want to hit impressions target, and when they hit that target, they do not over deliver, and that's why you don't get. Oh. Yeah. I was listening late. Yeah, late at night, getting into bed. No. Playing your game, playing your little finger game. No. Not that. <laughs> we'll be right back after this. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you chiching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. We're back, and we're going to eat something new. I'm at the, I'm at the Publix. And I'm, as mentioned in a previous episode, I'm waiting around for my Unreal Deli sub that will never come because they ran out and did not cancel the order. And so I'm just standing there in the bakery waiting. While I'm in the bakery, I'm looking at these cookies. And I notice on the labels of some of the cookies, the V word. Bow, bow, bow. What's the V word? Vegan. It's vegan. That's right. The V word is vegan, right. everybody. Get your minds out of the gutter. Yeah. <laughs> you were looking at these cookies. I was looking at these cookies. I saw the V word. They're vegan. Vegan, of course, is the V word. <laughs> um, had a few different flavors. They had coconut cr- crunch, coconut crispy. Vegan coconut crispy. They had vegan peanut butter. And they had vegan oatmeal raisin. Yes. And so the first time I bought the vegan coconut crispy and the vegan peanut butter. The second time 
I bought the vegan peanut butter, or no, the vegan coconut crispy and the vegan oatmeal raisin. So let's talk about the coconut crispy first, since our feelings on that are probably clear by that shopping yeah. experience. I liked it so much, I had it twice. I bought it twice. So good. Should yeah. we eat one right they're, now? They're tasty. Let's celebrate. Let's celebrate. Cheers. Cheers. Cookie cheers. You can cut this short, just so you know. I did cut it short last time. We shoot forever. Okay. You could have cut it shorter. <laughs> it was still a 30-second segment of chewing. Mm-hmm. So the crispies in this, I think, are little quinoa crispies. Mmm. Such a fun cookie. It's like a little chewy, a little crispy. Oh, just a solid cookie. And I'm very choosy about yep. coconut stuff, yep. but I really like this one. Now, the peanut butter cookie, we did not get, again... I didn't hate it, but I felt like it was a little too bready, a little too dry, and just kind of unsatisfying. Yeah, that peanut butter cookie was dry and boring, especially compared to this coconut cookie, which is the MVP. But I will say it tracks with my memory of what the peanut butter cookie tastes like non-vegan from Publix. And so it's impressive that they have a consistent offering. Yeah, yeah. I feel like with peanut butter cookies, it's so easy to overcook them too. Mm. And uh, and when they're overcooked, that's what happens. They get like kind of fall apart -y. Yep. Okay, now we're having the oatmeal raisin cookie. Yeah. Cheer cookie cheers. Good Lord. Oh, my cookie gosh. Cookie cheers. Oh, my God. This one I actively dislike. I think it, it's very bad. I think it's great. Also... Crispy on the outside, chewy on the inside. It's not as good as those Kroger ones that you bake at home. This tastes like you made an oatmeal raisin cookie and dipped it in plastic. I don't get that at all. Well, I do. But I think you're 100% right that Kroger has a much better take and bake cookie. That is like the gold standard now for a vegan oatmeal raisin cookie. It's not that, but I think these are great. Mm -mm. There's no reason for these to exist in the world when we have that. Yeah, it's true. These coconut cookies, though, if you have a Publix near you, get them. Yeah. They are goaded. Oh, they're so good. All right. Way to cheat our way out of that segment. What? We did great. What? Um, On a scale? We got it. Really? On a scale of... No, let's rank them. Hold on. No, no, no. On a scale of 0 to 10, bullshit excuses for a segment, what do you give each of these cookies? The coconut crispy, the peanut butter, and the oatmeal raisin. Okay. Peanut butter. Three. It was a cookie. Mm. I don't want it again. Yep. Don't get it. Okay. You'll be disappointed. Oatmeal raisin. Seven. Mm-hmm. It was a very good cookie. I would be very happy to have it in the house again. Kroger ones are better, though. But you have to bake them, so. Mm. Uh, but, the, you know, the Kroger cookies are a 10. Okay. Um, coconut, 10. 10! Staple in our home. So, honestly, I'm so picky about coconut, and this just nails, like, the coconut flavor. It's perfect. Also, I'm, I'm seeing right now the way that the package is facing me. It's crisp rice. It's not quinoa. Mm. But they're like little baby ones. That's why I thought they were quinoa. They're little baby rice crisps. Yeah. yeah. It was a baby. Baby rice. It was a baby. Yeah. Dave. 
How about you? Oatmeal raisin, one. Wow. Peanut butter, one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Coconut crisp, seven. 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 It's a good cookie. Staple of this house, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind that this is a staple in this house. What if, okay, so I know obviously we're rating Publix cookies, but those fudge stripes from last week. Ten. That, those are a 10. Yes, those are the best cookies that I've had in like years. Y'all, every time it's dessert, I see Dave go grab those cookies. Don't expose me like that. It's wonderful. I'm delighted. And it warms my heart because I discovered them. You did. Makes the me crumb really dilly, happy. The dilly-icious. Crumb dilly-dishes. So crumb good. Crumb The package makes you think that this is like a going to be a bad cookie and it's a great cookie. We're just using this, this cookie segment to talk about this better cookies. <laughs> From the other segment? I think that the coconut and the crumb delicious might be tied. Out of your mind. You're out of your mind. I think you're possessed right now. I think you've got like coconut eyes. And you're seeing things through coconut colored lenses. I might be. I might be. And they're delicious lenses. I think, honestly, like if we're getting into it the, which we probably should because we have a podcast about this stuff yeah <laughs> it's too a little bit too hard a little bit too tacky and not like a not like a ooey gooey type of tacky like it sticks together like there's something difficult about eating the cookie that I think like the bites are satisfying but getting the bite is not satisfying and I feel like there is something missing ingredient wise that would send it into 10 territory yeah you feel like you want it to be a little softer fluffier either softer fluffier or justify that that tackiness with heath bar or something like at that level Mm -hmm. or tiny little m&ms or you know a vegan version of all that stuff but like something more yeah than what's there Hmm. that's why it's a seven that's why it's a seven maybe i'm hey Maybe I'm being a Ted Lasso here and coaching this cookie to be its best, you know? Yeah. Believe. (laughs) Hey, Dave. Hey. You want to drink what's going to definitely be a really bad soda? Yeah, I'll go get it. Okay, so this one we found at uh, a goofy nostalgic candy store in the Crog Street Market, which is a little food hall here in Atlanta. Found these in the cooler in the back. These are, this is Warheads Sour Black Cherry Soda. So Warheads, for those who aren't familiar, is a line of candy that the, it only exists to be so sour that you can barely eat it. That is the entire point of the candy, is to eat the, is to put it in your mouth and be the one of your friends or whoever to keep it in your mouth the longest. Yes. These came on the scene when I was in middle school in the 90s. Oh, they were all the rage in the 90s. The green one in particular. It was like green apple or something like that. It was like a little sucker, a little lozenge that mm-hmm. you'd put in. It came single, single wrapper. And it really spoke to like the potency of these things that they couldn't be in a bag together. They had to just be one contained in a wrapper, each one contained in a wrapper. Uh, and you would have it like... It would probably be like super intensely sour for like 30 to 45 seconds. And then it was just like a Jolly Rancher under there. Exactly. It was just like a Jolly Rancher. Um, 
my gut tells me like warheads has survived since then my gut tells me it's probably like weed in that the <laughs> warheads that are coming out today <laughs> are like 200 times as strong as the ones that like the fact that i'm compl- like going on and on about how strong that one in 1991 was would yeah. be like laughable to a kid today eating warheads that are like actively exploding their teeth right and like so yeah, this is like a post fiery Cheetos world, whatever yeah. those were called. Yeah. What were the ones that were sending kids to the hospital? What? The, the che- Takis? No, it was some kind of spicy Cheeto. Hang on, I'll find out. Spicy Cheetos Hospital. <laughs> Flaming hot Cheetos. Oh. Kids wow. were challenging each other to like eat them really fast, as many as you can, and like wow. a bunch of kids ended up in the hospital. Wow. I know. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Anyway, that's 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 where we're living now. So Warheads has apparently expanded out of the lozenge category. I don't know what other products they have in their line. I can't imagine this is the only other thing that they're doing. But but this other thing is a full twelve ounce soda. It uh, has the the puckered mascot on the front of it. His one eye is a different size than the other. Uh, sour has an exclamation point, and there is a note on the back that says, "My favor, my flavor packed sour soda will blow your mind and taste buds away!" Exclamation point. Signed, Wally. I'm not sure who Wally is. Is Wally Warhead the mascot? I think maybe it's the guy on the front there. That's Wally War. That's what I'm asking. I think so. Okay. So I'm on the Warhead's website right now. Uh, they launched in 1985. Wow. Uh, and I am seeing on their website, they have got jelly beans. Okay. They have what look like gummy candies to me now. Okay. I see worms mm-hmm. and I see something else. The image is very small. Do they have the suckers still? They Yes, they have the suckers. They have cube-shaped suckers also, not lo- not the lozenge shape. They mm. have chewy wallies, which are like little chewy things. And then what is this? Spray candy. <laughs> It looks like a little spritz bottle, and you oh, spritz it's like the a breath sour, mint you or a breath spray. The sourness into your mouth, and do then, they still do breath spray. Do you remember breath spray was like the biggest thing back in the day? Oh, it would be like, in movies. Yeah, if, if there were going to be makeouts, they'd turn yeah. away and. I had some in seventh grade because I was always ready for a makeout that never came, but I had like a little spray bottle of of uh breath spray makeup that never came i also when i was googling warheads though i also came upon these super sour double drops Hmm. um was this like drop like a medicine dropper and like nerds it's two Mm -hmm. they're paired together two flavors to a packet but yeah it's like a little dropper thing which maybe they replace that with the spray i i like the candy industry and the cannabis industry are on the exact same track. They really like are. Ways to have this experience. Like sour. You can drop it on your tongue. You can drop it underneath your tongue. You can eat it in a gummy. You can have it in a drink. You can <laughs> It's true. Yeah. Warheads brownies up next. Should I open this in the kitchen just in case it explodes? No, I'll open it oh, okay. if no. you're worried. Alright. I like the sound of opening it. It's exploding! This is so extreme! What a bad idea! You were right! Yeah, we should have... All right. 
I am so scared that this is going to be gross. I'm so scared. Oh, it smells so bad. I really like it. It's really good. Oh, my God. It's really, really, really good. I It's stomachache city if you drink it too fast, but it is really good. Not too sour. It seems to have backed off of this whole, let's be aggressively, off-puttingly sour. It's, a, it's like, it's acidic. Yeah. But it's not like, it's not it's like a face so punch. It's so good. It's really good, y'all. It's so good. This is the most shocking moment in talking tofu history. It really is. It's refreshing. Oh my gosh. It is very acidic. My mouth is watering from the acidity, but it's like, but not in an unpleasant, when you eat a sour warhead, that sour punch at the beginning is so intense. Cherry is the best candy flavor, objectively. Yeah, agree. Like, far and away, head and shoulders above any other flavor. And this specific cherry flavor is one of the best cherry flavors I've ever had. So they had other flavors of this. We only got one because we were like, oh well, it's going to be bad. We it's don't so want to buy good. all of them. It's so good. I want to try all of them. Well, I'll send you the Amazon link for the variety pack that I just found. We got to go give this nostalgic candy store more of the, our money. The business. Yeah. yeah. We wouldn't have done this if it hadn't have been for them in that it's location. True. So if you are in Atlanta, inside of Krog Street Market, across from Yala, there's a candy store. I <laughs> don't they, know the name of it. <laughs> I, we don't know the name of it, but it's very obviously the candy store. Sometimes it's there and sometimes it's just an empty stall. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a creepy old man working behind the register. But, Some say he died yeah. six years ago. <laughs> they have a really great variety of candy. It is we have a lot. What we like to do is place the orders at the places that we're going to get food from. And then while our food is being prepared, um, sometimes we pop into the candy store, just see what's what. Yep. It's fun to poke around. So here are the flavors that are in the variety pack. Um, blue raspberry, black cherry, green apple, lemon, and watermelon. I've got to say, I'm not interested yeah. in most of those. Yeah. Watermelon would be good. And I think watermelon would be gross. I would like lemon. And I would like blue raspberry. Green apple. Green apple, I want to just because that's the mainline warhead flavor. Okay. So we're doing the we're doing the sampler. Yeah, so maybe we'll do the sampler on another episode. That'd be fun. And then we can get tummy aches in real time. Uh oh my gosh, we should watch a, a romance movie. Andrew. And then try all these sour because you poker. Oh, that's cute. Kissing. That would be cute. Look, you're kissing. We should do it for Valentine's Day. What day is today? <laughs> How about for Easter? Maybe. We might have a bigger Easter idea. Like candy? Easter candy? Or maybe I've got a better Easter idea. Okay. I don't. Hey, thanks for listening. Oh, wait. Do we have a letter? Yes. No. Well, yes. But we're not going to read it today because we have something better. Toeheads? No, we're not going to do that. Hey, I want to encourage this other thing as much as possible. We should do both. Well, here's the thing. The the letter is... uh, Okay. Yes. All right. Here's our letter. We got a letter. Dim Sim Kitty writes, yes. (laughs) All right. Yes, Dim Sim Kitty. What is that in response to? We told you to do it this way, and you did it, and it's backfiring. Because I, I I don't know what question she is answering. No, that's good. That's And that's on us. No, you don't remember? No. In last week's episode, we put out another question. Yes, yes or no. That's right. 
And Dim Sim Kitty said yes. That's right. And you don't remember what it is. Mm-mm. Do you? Yes. I'm not telling you. Okay. Well, Dim Sim Kitty, I'm, I'm so sorry. I just have to go listen to the episode like I did to remember. I'm almost done with it and haven't gotten to the question. So it must come up in the last eight minutes. <laughs> no, it's a question for Amy. No, there was another question. No, that was from two episodes ago. Hey, Dim Sim Kitty, get at us. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is your work to do. Okay. Dim Sim Kitty has done Dim Sim Kitty's yeah, job. Yeah, Dim Sim Kitty. I should have written it down. That's yeah. on me. Yep. All right. Toeheads. We have a review. Whoa. Mr. Pinkphone's reign is at an end. <laughs> His reign of terror. That's right. Is over. Uh... The next review that will be in the top spot for 12 months <laughs> at least <laughs> comes from What Penny Made. Penny writes, super fun weekly vegan hangout. I don't have a lot of real life vegan friends, and I so enjoy getting my weekly parasocial friend fix with Becky and Dave. They diligently address all the hard-hitting topics, including where can we get a vegan chicken patty? Are these new vegan cookies worth the cost? That's a hard-hitting question we addressed today. Sure. And, oh my gosh, have you heard of this cool new vegan spot? Yeah. I feel like we can complain together about gross vegan products, disappointing restaurant experiences, and lament that all the good stuff is in the UK. Yes, that's true. Thanks for offering a laid-back vegan podcast that is always only slightly (laughs) (laughs) off-topic. Penny, I feel like that should be be the blurb for for our... (laughs) That's sarcastic. (laughs) Penny, perfectly describing talking tofu. Penny, can you leave another review and let us know if the other one was sarcastic or not? (laughs) Hey, thanks, Penny. Yes, and if you'd like to leave us a review, you can do that on Apple Podcasts. Tap on library. Are you doing this? Tap on shows. Tap on talking tofu. Then scroll, 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 scroll until you see... Penny's review. And then if you tap write a review, you can give us five stars and then write a review and we will read it on the pod. I'm just realizing. Yeah. I could leave a review. Yes. (laughs) Oh my God, I screamed. 13 months from the most recent review, I will leave a review. That's good. To gin up more reviews. Hey, if you would like to write us a letter, you can write to us at TalkinTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. Or slide into our DMs on Twitter or Instagram. I read and respond to every single one. And uh, thank you all for listening. If you're enjoying the show, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. It really does help us out. And we just love reading those five-star reviews. We will read yours on the pod. There's no question about that. You can also follow us at Talkin' Tofu on Twitter or Talkin' Tofu Pod on Instagram. And I am Glue and Glitter on all social media. And you can find my recipes at glueandglitter.com. Hey, I'm Line Leader on Twitter and Instagram. And Line Leader was taken on TikTok. And also Line Leader on Fortnite. Be nice to me because I'm most likely playing with my son. Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Goodbye. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.